0: Hi, Amy. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Ladies, I know Amy personally, me and Amy talked before, but I wanted to get her to come over here. She is a biz- life and business coach, and I want her to introduce herself and tell you guys who she is and what she does, and then we're going to go and discuss other stuff.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Hi, everybody. Uh, As Valerie mentioned, I'm Amy Young. Uh, I am the founder of Redefine Possibility and the Full Bucket Life community. Um, So I am a life and career slash business coach, as Valerie mentioned. Um, Prior to this, I call myself a recovering corporate addict. Sometimes I spent uh, 17 years in corporate America at uh, most of my time at CBS and media before moving over to Google for a few years when um, I experienced burnout and decided that it was time to make a life shift and do something new. Um, I have three kids. I live in New Jersey with my husband and our puppy. We got a pandemic puppy, which I feel like we could have a whole separate conversation about how crazy that is. But I work with um, really multi-passionate women who you know, are kind of on that path to burnout, who feel a bit stuck, um, who feel like they're on that hamster wheel and are really looking to get off and lead life with intention. And so it's my goal that no other woman has to hit that place of burnout that I did. Um, And I do that through working with people and being a part of communities such as yours um, to just help inspire and, and uplift because I think there's power in us doing it all together.
0: You said it perfectly this is why i brought you over here because one of the things that fascinated me about amy is that how you said that you were all your life in a corporate world and then you made a decision to start your own business and there's a lot of women entrepreneurs right now out there a lot a lot a lot that their mom like us they're like um partner they're working they have a side job to pay their bills but yet they have a passion and they want to take their passion and then they want to create a career and then I thought you would be the perfect person to come over here because as you said as a community we can help each other we can be here for each other and more importantly inspire each other say that it is doable if we can stick together if we can help each other if we can be here for each other uh, it is it is much easier than to doing it on your own
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's been such a big thing I I know I Have been programmed i think in many ways unintentionally from my parents uh to be a people pleaser i don't know if it comes from parents i think it's society a bit as well as a woman and so i think we learn very often not to ask for help or just we feel uncomfortable asking for help that we can do it all so therefore we should do it all right we should wear all the hats and oh by the way be really good at all of them um, so the the concept of asking for help is something I feel super passionate about removing some of the stigma and making it okay to say, you know, what? it's okay to want to do multiple things, but we have to realize that it's okay to ask for help so that we can do all of the things that we want to do at any given time. Um, yes. I think we have to do that. We have to lean on each other in order to make all of these things happen.
0: And you're a living example of that and I am a living example of that and that's why we're here. I created this group, uh, um, women um, support because like you said, we, I, I went through a lot of stuff by myself and I never had a back then back 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 I'm not going to say one because then it knows reveal my age, but um, you know just being pregnant at such a young age and not knowing how to be a mother and then being an entrepreneur and doing all this stuff so I always wanted to um, and my family wasn't here. And I didn't have no friend or family. So I always, I didn't have nobody to even like discuss anything with, let alone like ask for help. So I made a lot of mistakes in my life and I did. So when I started the online business and uh, me and you will actually be discussed that before, went through so much stuff and comparing yourself and see the speed of other people are going. And then, um, uh, getting burned down and you're like okay I can't do this anymore I'm maybe not for this and all this self-doubt comes in and everything so I created this group to not only talk about that but as well as like I wanted to um and me and you like again again, talked about self-care self-care being yourself and taking care of yourself first on top of all the other stuff that we're doing so I want to take your opinion on how important for you uh was to or when did you realize that you know what I'm going to work on myself first. I'm going to leave that job. I'm going to take care of myself first. And then I'm going to go from there. How important it was and are you still doing it? And what did you do to get to that point to realize that it's you, your time, and you need to um, put yourself first? Yeah. Uh,
1: It's a long journey and it's still something that I definitely work at every day. But one of the things I think is really important is to even talk about what self-care actually is and what the definition is because I do feel as though over time it's kind of taken a little bit more of a it's become more of a superficial word and I don't say that in a judgmental bad way but you know if you were to google self-care um I know for for some reason I was googling you know self-care icons looking for you know things to use for branding and you know what comes up you know understandably so a bathtub you know a nail salon things like that which feel good you know which are important but self-care is so much deeper and it's about so much more than that right. and when i finally realized that because for a little while self-care became another thing to kind of put on the list and to check off right like okay i got my hair done or yes i went and got a massage not that i ever really did that very often I that, I that's what i started thinking about you know is okay i should just go do more of these things But what I realized in the midst of having to build myself up after this burnout was no, self-care is actually much deeper than that. It is knowing yourself enough and, and respecting yourself and giving yourself enough grace to do the absolute essentials for yourself so that you can show up for yourself and others. So that means if you know that you're a person who operates well on seven hours of sleep or more a night, like, like I am, do anything you possibly can to get those seven hours. If you know that you have allergies, right? If you know that there are fundamental basic needs that you have as a person in order to function well and properly, you have to give yourself the opportunity to be able to show up that way each and every day because there are so many people that are counting on us, whether we're parents or not. We are leaders in so many different areas of our lives, whether we manage people or not, that if we're not able to take care of ourselves to show up, we can't be good for anyone else. And that's when it does all start to fall apart. But the foundation of that is taking care of yourself. Um, So that was, I had to really learn that and kind of peel back the layers of, of what I know I need to show up and be myself and to be the type of leader the type of mom the type of spouse that i want to be Um, and again i still work on that you know on a daily basis i get distracted i fall into bad habits so often Um, my boundaries are still not the strongest that um as strong as they need to be um, that's another area of self-care um that i feel like it's a whole again a whole other separate conversation on boundaries but it's these fundamental things in the way that we treat ourselves that we need to change in order to reach for those goals in order to run the businesses as whether it's full-time or side hustles if we don't give ourselves those fundamental building blocks it's very difficult i think to reach the level that we all know we're capable of
0: absolutely absolutely uh, like you said it uh, um Self love is has a different definition for everybody. Just like success, people like you said that that are getting my nails done, my hairs done. I consider that a. Uh, maintenance of taking care of yourself as exterior but for me uh, I realized that self-love was when I actually got more in touch with my spiritual side with my with my spirit with my uh, self and I find out how much I was lacking and how disconnected I was from my own spirit meaning that you know spending time by myself or um, thinking about it and then loving myself and then you um, thinking of my positive and negative qualities, and regardless of both, and said, you know what, I'm a human being, I still love myself, I still probably gonna make a mistake, but it's okay. And more importantly, being gentle with yourself, being patient with yourself. And to me, that that was a self-love that I figured that, you know what, a lot of people are thinking, like you said, with exterior thing, okay, I'm going on vacation, I'm getting my nails, and I'm taking a bathtub. Those are really, really good, but self-love is more like about your mentality, your emotions, your your feelings, your intuition, your um, sensation in your body and all of that, that when you're aware of it, then you know that your body's exhausted, Now you have to stop.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. One of the things I, I just felt this week after going through the last three and a half months of COVID and homeschooling and just a lot of feeling like the rug had kind of been pulled out you know very quickly from underneath from all the routine from all the structure um i've talked a lot this week actually about pressing reset um because i i do kind of feel like i'm emerging a little bit from this fog and part of that is like you're talking about it is that that soul self-care and knowing and I started going back to some of the basics of mindset for myself and one of an example of that and one of the things I'm doing is I started keeping uh, an accomplishment list that at the end of the day I go through and I write my accomplishments for the day and I've gotten as basic as I made my bed today right like I walked for 35 minutes I you know uh the, There's some basic things that I put in there that honestly, you might be like, that's an accomplishment, like in a normal circumstance, my normal definition of accomplishment, like I never would add those things, but it got to the point where I was so focused on all the things that I didn't do and that I wasn't getting done, whether I felt like I didn't have as much time as I did before, or whether I was just so focused on so many different things at once that I got to bed every day feeling like where did this day go? What did I do? And then the days compounded into weeks. So, to flip that mental script, I really have started focusing on okay, instead of what didn't I get done, what did I get done? And I found that just starting to focus on those positive things, a lot of people talk about gratitude, you know, focusing on the good, focusing on what did happen versus grounding and rooting yourself and your mind in what's lacking right it's right. kind of like that abundance mentality versus the mentality of lack it makes such a big difference but that to your point that self love mm-hmm. talking to ourselves kindly giving ourselves the grace to understand that we're not perfect that we're all going to go through times like this and days and minutes and hours and that's okay that for me is the foundation of self love is the way that i fundamentally talk to and, and treat myself Um, And it's also very easy to let that go. I think a lot of us do, we just, we let that go. And um, until we're able to, to really get rooted in that, um, as I said, it's it's just it's really hard to be the type of people that we want to be when we're not good to ourselves.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And like you said, that that how you started your list of of accomplishment, and and back like just even two months ago, two months ago, people would not consider that accomplishment. So you made yeah. that, or so you did that. But then if you reverse it and you say to yourself, Wow, like just the fact that you look at your list and say, Okay, on the to my to do list, everything else is that I have on my list is about everyone else but myself. Yes.
1: I make I have my, I have like my list. Actually, I keep it next to me, like on my desk. I know you guys can't see this, but I literally have like, um, one of my friends texted me that my accomplishment yesterday should have been that my hair was on point. So I added that to the list. Um, but things that I had on that list, like signing my kids up for swim class, like things like that. It's funny because on my to-do list, I have important things like schedule my mammogram, get yeah. my skin check, do those things. Yet the things that I'm putting on my accomplishments list are signing my kids up for swim class, signing my kids up for <laughs> doing, and I'm looking as you're talking, I'm like, yeah, I really need to get to the things for me. On my list. So I'm like, I'm. Live getting coached by Valerie, like right now that I'm going to call and schedule those appointments. <laughs> the reason the reason I mentioned that today, I
0: kid you not, Amy, kid you not. I just I just uh, got uh, I had another meeting before this, and um one of my clients, she's a sweetheart, she's in Australia, and she's a mom. She has four kids and a husband and everything. She's a sweetheart. Do you know she's like, I hear about meditation, I hear about meditation about, and I try to do it and I hate it and I don't like it. And I said to her, I said, listen, Amy, why do you don't like it? What part do you don't like about it? She was like, kid, you not? When I sit down, I fidget. I fidget and I'm always thinking about doing things. That's why I don't like it. So imagine we we train our body, always do things. We have to be busy and it doesn't matter if we're productive or not. That's a whole nother level. But as long as we are always busy doing things for other st- people or other you know, doing other stuff we're like you know what we're doing we're doing okay but then again in the end of the day you come in and say that well, wait a minute what did you do for yourself yeah. what did you do for yourself today and then that's one of the things she said that when i sit down to meditate i'm i'm thinking about what should i do next and then we're like okay, oh back it up back it up back it up we can't do that even if you have to do two minutes a day two minutes a day and let's just start with two minutes and i mean in reality amy two minutes you can't sit yeah. down two minutes to have a cup of coffee, to sit in the backyard and just listen to the birds, you know, to just simply walk in the rain, to simply do things that has has nothing to do with anyone or anything and just by yourself. And that is in the bottom of the list and sometimes some people don't even have it. Some people don't have it. And a lot of, as a woman, since we are so so much caregiver and we're so gentle and we're so always worried about other people, sometimes, and the reason I'm talking to you about this is because a lot of women, they feel guilty. Yeah. They actually feel guilty. If I, if, I, if I have to do my meditation, if I have to do my exercise, go get my hair and nails and take a bathtub, then after that, I have to read my favorite book. Then I go watch my show and I do it. see how much time you spend by yourself. Oh my God. Oh, I didn't have time for nobody else but myself. I can't do that. Yeah, And that is a problem.
1: Yeah. I think some great points you brought up there. Busy doesn't equal oh. productive, right? Just because we're busy, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're getting the things done that we need to or should be getting done but the biggest thing that comes up for me when I hear you talk about that is avoidance, right? And I fell into that trap very much, gosh, I've been doing it since since I was a teenager, that one of the things I learned very on in my life, I dealt with a period of clinical depression when I was a teenager, and I found that one of the ways that I helped get myself out of it was just to be busy. Be busy, go out, do things, you know, so I was dealing with a, a really difficult breakup, um and I learned that as a coping mechanism that unfortunately, I think also led to my path of, of burnout with full-time work because instead of sitting and feeling what I was feeling and recognizing, I became a doer. And I avoided. And that manifested itself in multiple different ways, whether it was exercise, whether it was overeating, whether it was working. Um, instead of when, you know, when you kind of get that gut feeling, like, you know, that there's unrest and this is why meditation is so powerful because it forces you to kind of sit in those feelings. I feel the same way about constant journaling as a, as a form of that. If you don't deal with what's really kind of going on, if you can't, and it's so uncomfortable, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I'm not sitting here trying to say that it is, but unless you can start to open yourself up to working through what's really going on for you and being able to become aware of what's going on, Mm -hmm. you are going to lead yourself on a very dangerous path because that unrest, that stress, whatever that becomes, that sits in you, that avoidance will end up manifesting itself in a much bigger way later on down the line, whether that's physically and being ill, whether that's, you know, mentally, whether that's just burnout, whatever it is, if you don't start dealing with these things, it will become a much bigger issue later on than if you're in tune with yourself and you're able to understand what you need and give yourself the permission and build up the strength to deal with it, that it's just, you, you, Unfortunately, we all need to practice this and we've all gotten pretty good at not doing that and feeling like whether it's selfish or feeling like we can't do it or we don't allow ourselves to do it. Um, yeah, it's it's just so important. And, and, and one
0: other example that I wanted to uh, give you, and I don't know if you agree or disagree with me, because I... Me and you were involved in the Facebook groups and I, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and I go and I read and I, I see people Even Facebook groups are designed for a lot of people that have, as you can see, they always talk about work like, you know, put your Instagram, or put your, which is a good thing we, we get connection to that. I wanted to make this Facebook group different. I, I don't want to make it about work. I don't want to make it about that. I want to make it about us about like being sexy being beautiful loving myself you know taking time to do meditation chat with each other just have a simple conversation check on each other you know like it's not always about work 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 it's not always about the kids people are having all these and even if you go to those facebook if anything you, you can feel obligated you know yeah. it's like it's become a job okay go on a facebook group and po- post you this or post you that but then i said to myself you know what no i feel i feel like you how you see the world and how your life is created as mirror of your own internal uh, 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 mind and emotion and love that you have told yourself you're literally looking at yourself in the mirror so the people that you're associating yourself the job that you're doing your kids your everything is mirror of who you are so if you don't like any of those the reason i mentioned this to you amy because a lot of women uh, and i talk to a lot of them they're so harsh on themselves they still they, they feel like they need a validation from people. If I don't get approval that I'm, I make a decision, if I don't get that approval, I'm wrong, or I am not enough, yes. I'm not enough. And all of that goes through them. And every time they do something, they're just so always walking on the eggshell, trying to impress people, try to, uh, from, from background of what we inherited, our, our culture, our religion, our upbringing, our uh, society expectation. So that a lot emotionally plays in subconscious mind of us that we function from that and we completely forget about ourselves. Then we say, well, my relationship is not working. I don't have a good career. My kids are like this. So all of that has to come back to you
1: right right what do you want yeah absolutely i mean somewhere along the line so many of us oftentimes when we're young assume these messages right if it's that we're not enough and then we and then every action that we take after that those decisions the things that we associate our worth with are born from that and come from that and so it's it, one, I think for me, it was awareness of those messages that I had, you know, subconsciously assumed and, and working through, you know, some where some of those things came from, but I didn't honestly realize it until one of the big catalysts for me was leaving my corporate career where I worked at really good companies. I had big salary and big title and I would not have thought myself to be a person that found my worth in those things necessarily i always thought i was just very driven and it wasn't until i left those jobs to do something that to be honest a lot of people questioned
0: right, right? like
1: oh you're why'd you leave you're becoming a coach like what what is that all about right? right i did not realize how much i had associated my self-worth with external factors and i think many of us do that whether it's Um, The cleanliness of our home, whether it's the status of our relationships, whether it is our job, um, you know, the the number of things that we have and own. And I think there's no better time for this conversation, I think, than during this time of COVID when a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have had things ripped from them. um, That they never expected to. And so there's a lot of people that are now without these things are coming to that realization that maybe they placed importance in things that were the wrong things for them. Mm -hmm. And so being able to kind of get back to who you are uniquely as a person, I think there's no better opportunity than now. And again, it's not easy, but when you're faced with this, it's time to go back to getting to know who you are and what you really want to do and going through that self-exploration process. Nice. As hard as this time has been, um, I have talked with people about it being you know, the great reset because it is that time to, to think and to really say, okay, as we all figure out life going back to, whether you wanna say normal or a new routine, whatever it is, it's in our control to decide what we want to go back to, what we want to change, what we want to do differently. And my my sincere hope in talking with you and and being a part of groups is that people, especially women, realize that they have the control, they have the power, they can make the decision to do these things. And I hope that they get support and find community that enables them to do so. Because there's never been such an opportunity to be honest as now
0: absolutely i i say that like i'm so unfortunate how many people died in this covid but at, at the same time it's a blessing for people to reset like you said and just take some time to reflect on themselves and knowing that i mean some people got affected so bad that they have a sick person in their, i mean i get i get emails from people that are their husband has it or their kids have it they lost their job and it makes you realize that you're stronger you than you think you are. And everything is okay. And this came in and we're doing it. We're in the middle of this, you know? And if you can have a faith that in life in general, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And we don't have to rush, 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 and be so anxious of a future or, or worry about what's gonna happen in the future and not paying attention to the present moment. Cause today, what matters, you, what matters. And you are. And one of my biggest things that I always say to people and every time, I must have said there's so many just in my arm. And I always tell people, you are the universe, Amy. You are the universe. If you close your eyes, nothing exists. Nothing. Your kid doesn't exist. Your partner doesn't exist. Your job doesn't exist. Your friend, nothing exists. So if you can, for a second, think about that, then you are, you are the universe. Without you, nothing would exist. And unfortunately, we're looking at the other way around. We associate the universe with us and saying that we are in this universe. This universe is going to no. you make the universe. You are the universe. Yeah. So if you have to uh, give one advice, knowing that you left your corporate job, you're doing what you're doing, you're uh, pursuing your passion, uh, you're multi-passionate, you're amazing at what you're doing and being a mom and all of that. What your advice
1: would be. By the way, I need to just like... Take the recording of that little segment and just play that for myself. <laughs> Good morning, so thank you.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, I put a lot of um, uh, exercise on this group every week. <laughs> Sunday we do a meditation. I give them, and I am like, I, I kid you not, I'm the most annoying person you'll ever meet in your life because I keep going, and I'm like, ladies, remember video videos.
1: <laughs> they hear your voice.
0: In their head ladies it's time to meditate now ladies and the reason i do that because i care so much i care and i'm like you you know ladies please put yourself first make yourself priority i know just hang out with me for half an hour sundays let's just do meditation together let's quiet our mind take print this i the two things that i did which you're gonna see one of them was what makes you unique and lovable what makes you unique and lovable do you know how hard it was for me to write that down
1: oh gosh like I, you could have, do, I could do a two-mile list long of all the things that I don't do well, right? Uh, but if somebody asks me, you know, what's good about me or to your point, like what makes me lovable, I sit there a, and I'm like,
0: uh... Yeah, right? It sounds so weird. And I, I kid you not, Amy, I was sitting down and I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, and, then, and then I attach other stuff that is exterior, like I'm a good mom. <laughs> okay, but that's not just this one part of it. What makes you unique and, and lovable? And it took me a long time. And I said, you know what makes me unique? That I'm open-minded. That I'm willing to give love, that I'm willing to, I'm open to receive love. And uh, and just the fact that you're realizing that I am I'm loved by me, that makes yeah. me unique, you know? So a lot of exercise that I give in this group is just like a thinker. It's so hard, Amy, because it's so simple. But it's like when you actually sit down to write it, it's like, oh, I don't know. And it's just like oh, really. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes you realize what it is. But um, back to the point that if you have to give them one advice for them to just put themselves first and be more in touch with their spirit and with their intuition and with their faith
1: what would that be yeah that's a thinker it is it is a it is a really good thinker because i just you, you and i have talked before about this concept of dating yourself and I know that that sounds a little bit you know surface level but you know I think we really need to get back to square one of knowing who we are and it's like often when people ask that question oh you know who are you what do you do to your point of talking about being a mom it's like that's just what we're programmed to answer right like this is my job and this is what I do and but that doesn't really tell you anything about me and uniquely who I am one of the things that helped me kind of get back to the root of that a little bit, whether it's my values or attributes, um, is I actually would, one of the things that I talk to clients about is carrying around a little, whether it's notes on your phone or whether it's a little um, notebook, is carrying that around with you. And anytime you notice yourself doing something that either gives you joy or, Triggers something inside of you. Trigger whether it makes you feel uncomfortable or whether maybe it it makes you run to your coping mechanism, whatever that might be. Just start taking notes on these things, right? Leave yourself a you know a note on your phone, a verbal note, whatever it is. If there's a thought that makes you uncomfortable, if there's you don't have to do anything about it, right? Just this time be aware of it. But just become aware of it. Just become aware of it. And the more that you get to know what you like, what you don't like, the situations that put you in happiness, the people. We haven't talked at all about you know, the, this concept of the people that you surround yourself with and, you know, and the importance that they play in, in who you are and, and where you go as a person. But it's starting to notice what gives you energy and what takes away your energy, what adds that positive energy, that anabolic energy and takes away that catabolic, that con- constricting energy the more you can become aware at a base level of what does that for you the more your brain's going to start to look for things that are positive that give you energy you're going to be able to then be empowered to make more decisions because you're going to notice wait a minute i'm noticing a pattern with that thing or that person or maybe it's watching the news these days or whatever that is that you notice is draining for you you're going to become more aware of it it's going to be easier for you to say okay I don't need that anymore. I need to add more of this positive thing in my life. So just building that awareness, I think, is such a fundamental starting block. And again, whatever works for you, if it's a digital device like your phone, or I know somebody that carries around a little tape recorder um, that makes notes for themselves, or a little, I'm a writer, so a little pocket notebook, just start becoming aware of it. That's, I think, one of the very first steps is just awareness is key.
0: I love it. I love it. You said it so beautifully. That is important. Like you said, I know you said that this is what simple one, but in, the, in, in reality it is big because awareness comes in when you in tune with yourself, you will not feel that. Like you said, somebody's making me uncomfortable or, or like, uh, I don't feel good today. You know, I don't feel right. So we our mind is so busy that we can't even determine that because we're so busy, but like you said it perfectly, just be aware of your emotions with person and things. And that requires you to take some time to actually listen to yourself, listen to your mind, body, and soul in order to be able to write that note and remind yourself, like you said, that a pattern, I see that, you know, every time I watch news, I just feel magoo and it's just like, I'm down. Or every time I'm playing with my kids, I feel better. Or Every time I'm reading, I'm getting creative, whatever that is, that requires you to pay attention to yourself. And I think that's what people are lacking these days.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I mean, one of the most powerful exercises actually that i would ever done for my career that someone ran me through was um, basically we charted, we did a journey map exercise and it was, you know, charting, you know, basically success, whatever my definition of success was kind of on the vertical axis and then the horizontal axis, you know, really going through a timeline of my career as it relates to success and looking at, okay, what were the high points and the low points? And taking mark of in both the high points and the low points, saying, okay, what was it about the career, the role in that circumstance that had me at a high point or had me at a low point? What was I doing? What were the things around me? And what was it uniquely about me and my life at that point that helped it be a high and helped it be a low? And by looking at it all on one map, it actually enabled me to pull out a lot of the threads the little things that to be honest, when thinking about it at a 30,000 foot view, I don't know that I necessarily would have seen when I was able to kind of really get into it and then take a step back and look, I was able to say, okay, well, in these circumstances, for for instance, you know, I was building businesses and I never really thought about myself as somebody who loved to build a business. But when I was looking back at my experience, I kind of had that light bulb moment where I was like, oh, that's actually i thought i liked this role but it was actually this aspect of the role so doing the exercises like that being able to to chart things to really become aware of what we like and what we don't like is going to enable us to have some pretty unique light bulb moments and some of those aha moments that can really help lead you to have clarity on where you want to go for anybody who's feeling stuck. So often when we look at the good times and the more challenging times that we've had, it can tell us so much about where we need to and want to go. We just have to be willing to look and and to pull these things out. Um, And so whether that's finding, you know, a coach like yourself or just somebody that's willing to hold that space for you to help you pull those things out because it's not easy to see. Right. Like when you're in it yourself, it can be yeah. really, really difficult to see those things. But to work with someone um, or to go through these exercises and give yourself the gift of doing that, it'll help give you that place to work from and that that vision, you know, of where you want to go that I feel as though so many people are lacking. And that's what keeps us languishing. When we don't know where we're going. How can we we don't know where we want to go or want to be, even if it's just a feeling right even if it's a desired feeling how can our steps that we take every day have meaning if we don't know possibly what the ultimate goal is so i know i just like
0: hey (laughs) listen that's why i have you over here that's why i have you here like See, perfect. Like, I want you to be here because a lot of people, a lot of ladies out there, no excuse. Amy is a mom, uh, a wife, uh, an entrepreneur, and and, and you're running all these things together. And like you said, you you, you realize that it's important to take care of yourself. It's important to get in tune with yourself. And that's why I want to bring people here to give message to encourage us that it's doable. We can do it if you can just sit back a little bit and think about and put yourself first don't be feeling guilty that you know you're taking care of yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help and um i thank you so much amy and and more importantly amy's in this group uh, ladies if you have any question for her <laughs> put it below in the comment and we will answer later but um that's why you're in this group and this is we are in this group that we can you know ask for help
1: it's okay yes yes i it's We have communities that we can lean on each other. I I need, I'm looking at the camera, I need you just, you know, (laughs) just as much as hopefully something that I said here, hopefully. Absolutely. We need to learn from people who have done things before and in turn, they'll be looking for things that they haven't done. So 100%, we need to do it. We need to do it. We're, we're, we're always
0: learning every single day we learn something new. No, uh, I used to have this mentality that I know it all. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> every single day you learn something new. Um, if you feel like, and this is for the ladies out there before we go, if you feel like someone is better than you, they're not. They're just ahead of the game. Yeah. You can get there. And if you think somebody is behind you, they will catch up. And I always say that if you function from there to say that, you know what, I know it all, but I don't know nothing. Yeah. you be open-minded, you be open-hearted and everyone that talks to maybe somebody you like, or maybe not like, but every little nugget will add up to your life to make your life better. And this is why we're here to make your life better, regardless of where you come from, how your situation was in the past. The past is gone. You're right here. You're important. You matter. You're beautiful. You're talented. Get your shit together, you know, own it, own it, own it because you are, don't let someone else say
1: otherwise. Yes. I. One of my, I don't know who this, I wish I knew who to attribute this quote to, but I saw it a couple months ago and I loved it. It was, don't let your ice cream melt while you're counting somebody else's sprinkles. (laughs) You know, it's just because we've all done that, right? Oh, kids, no. Like, Wait a minute, What did he get, you know, and then before you know it, yours is, but we do it, you know, we, we, we do it all the time. So we, you know, take control, you know, it's, it's, it's,
0: have a vision. You, your journey is not your destiny. Enjoy life is a journey. Enjoy every minute of it. Everything happened for a reason. You are your life is designed the day that you were born. You have no control over it. You're just experiencing it. If something bad happened, don't get too upset because that's a learning lesson. Something is, is for a reason. You're going to learn something from that and will become more stronger. If something good happened, don't get too excited because nothing is forever. And, <laughs> right. if, and if you can look at the journey of life like that, then especially in a time like this because there's so much going on there's so much emotion so much and un- um insecurity people are like uh, uh frightening people are uh, uh overwhelmed just relax everything's going to be okay and that's why i have lovely amy over here thank you so much for coming thank you. to share uh, your um um advice with us and tips and all this stuff that is doable we can do this
1: and thank you so much thank you thank you thanks everybody it was good to yes. talk to you
0: We're gonna put your information down there so the ladies can find you where you are. I know you have uh, something came
1: up. Me and you, the last time we talked, you were working on something. What are you doing now? yeah so uh just a few weeks ago i launched my new facebook community called full bucket life and it's a place for women who are ready to set their vision um, and hold each other accountable for kind of reaching those goals and and having that life that they know that they're capable of leading so yeah super excited about that uh and my coaching business Redefined possibility where i'm always ready to you know, show up and support and work with women who are looking to lead a more intentional life. Hey, Amy is your girl. Amy is your girl, if you wanna set up a vision, if you don't have a goal and if you wanna do it here,
0: go. She's in this group, find her, get in contact with her and I will bring you back.
1: Great, thank you, I would love it. I'm yes, so grateful for you, thank me, you.
0: And me and you are gonna have a lot of uh, topics to talk about, yes. but uh, thank you for taking time in such a short notice. I'm so, I apologize about that, but thank no. you so much.
1: Wonderful. Thank you.